Welcome to Endure the Fire. This is your host, Andrew Fultz. My hope is today you will leave motivated, equipped, and encouraged to endure the fire that you're facing today in your life. Thank you for joining. Let's jump right on in. Happy New Year, everybody. We're so glad that you have tuned in to another episode of Endure the Fire. Of course, this is Andrew, and we're so happy that you're here with us again today and uh, in another uh, brand new year. We're excited for uh, for what God's going to do, and no doubt He's going to do some mighty things in 2024. So we appreciate uh, everybody for tuning in. We appreciate all your uh, support as we got started a little bit there in 2023. And so we're excited for uh, what the year holds for us and because uh, we know that uh, with God all things is possible and we know that he's got a plan, he's got a purpose and we know everything uh, will be okay as long as we put our trust in him. So I'd like to jump into a uh, uh, thought I had this morning um, and, and I usually try to keep everything uh, separated, uh, dealing with uh, uh, pastoring and, and broadcast and uh, and and now the podcast and, and different things. I I try to do that. That's just the way I am. But I, I thought last uh, last night we, um, of course, we had the uh, old year out, new year in uh, at the church uh, where I pastor Solid Rock House of Prayer. And I I thought uh, we sort of we sort of uh, got a vision for twenty twenty four on what uh, as a church. Uh, sort of the goal that we had and um and the lord had laid on my heart a certain way to do something and and of course the the church they know um uh, how we did it and uh really uh, we 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 want to get a burden uh for our lost people uh more this coming year than we've ever had it uh before and uh, you know of course dwelling uh dwelling on that this morning uh, and thinking on things, I had a I had a thought, um, and I really wanted to share it here on the podcast. So I guess today I'm actually uh, bringing everything together, the church and the podcast together um, for this new year. And um, I had a I had a thought, and um, and simply I, I I got it. We was talking uh, one day this past week. Um, my son, uh, our youngest boy, he is. Uh, he's a sight. Uh, he, he's a sight, and uh, and he's going to tell it here, maybe in a, in a little bit. But um, him and some family, they was in a uh, uh, incident with a uh, vehicle incident, whence uh, they hit a coyote, and uh, of course that was for him. That was man. That was a that was a rough rough go around. You know, that was a scary moment for him. Um, because car accidents, things like that, man, that, that really gets to him. And uh, there's one thing that he about him that's it, it, it's really good. It's a good thing. Uh, and then at the same time, if it doesn't work out right, it's maybe not the best thing either. Uh, but he pays attention. Uh, he pays attention really closely at words. He 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 really pays attention to. Uh, what what is said, and and he wants to know why, Amen. And 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 I can say that because I'm I'm the world's worst. I can say the wrong thing, um, you know, not meaning it to be the wrong thing. But he, 
he will have to dig into it. What's that mean? What's that? What's that mean to me? And this, that, and the other. And so we uh, we was traveling on that same road um, where the incident happened, and and uh, we, we was getting right close to it. And and he said something that he noticed that was said during that time. And he said uh, he said they said that it was in the dead zone the dead zone and of course you know i i wouldn't i know what that means um you know no cell phone service and you know no internet it just you know it's a bad place for anything to happen uh you know you 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 may have a little service and you may not and and at that moment you know they didn't have a lot of service because they they called us of course and and uh, but he never did get clarification uh you know for his self what is the dead zone and so there he began to inquire uh, of me and Kayla, what what is the dead zone? And, you know, of course, we told him, now, Bubby, that all that means is, you know, no cell phone service, no Internet. You know, that's you, you can't really call out good. And uh, but that thought really began to deal with me this morning uh, on simply the dead zone. And, you know, his mind, of course, simply went to. Uh, you know, what a little carnal mind would think, you know, the dead zone, you know, that's no good, things die uh, in that area, and in that zone, things die, things uh, cannot live, it's a scary place to go through, and I, I thought as I began to uh, dwell on that this morning, and thinking about the burden that uh, our church really was getting stirred up last night about the dead zone, and about getting our people in, and I thought, seemed like you know, my heart really began to think, and my mind began to think, Amen. You know, we can get a burden for our people, and, and I challenge all the uh, body of Christ uh, this coming year. Uh, ask the Lord to stir your heart for the lost people, because hey, we're we're the last ones, Amen. If if we don't reach them, who's going to? The Bible teaches that. Amen. We are to be a city that is set upon a hill. Uh, and if we are, we can't be hid. Uh, but at the same time, if our light's not shining, amen, there's no city on the hill. Amen. Scripture teaches us, amen, to go out into the world and to compel them, preach the gospel, compel them to come in. But if we don't do it, nobody else will. Amen. But I begin to think about that today, the dead zone. And and I'd like to challenge our listeners today. I'd like to challenge all of our, my congregation that's listening today. I'd like to challenge all of the body of Christ today. Amen. On simply, amen, are we the dead zone? Amen. You know, we, we can preach all that we want to that sinners need to come. But are we the dead zone? Amen. We can invite people to our churches. But are we the dead zone? Amen. We can go up and... And we can uh, invite our co-workers, our friends, our family to come to our church or, or you know, in, encourage them to get saved. But are we the dead zone? Amen. Amen. And that's something to really think about. And, and it hurts sometimes when we get right down and look at it in the truth. Amen. What if today? Just say what if. Amen. What if someone that we're praying for, and I'll use my congregation and I'll use me as pastor where I pastor. What if one of the people that we are praying for comes to Solid Rock 
Amen. Are they entering into a dead zone? Amen. What if our workers that we work with, what if we uh, talk to them about, uh, you know, you know, we need to be saved. We, we can make it to heaven. But have we shined a light to them or, or are we a dead zone? It's something really to think about. You know, the Bible teaches that we are the ambassadors. We are the messengers of Christ. We, everyone, once we got born again and and uh, we, we entered into the family of God, we, we became the body of Christ. Amen. And, and we are the ones that God uses. He, he you know, the Bible teaches that uh, for 30, uh, 33 years, Jesus was on this earth. And, and three years of that ministry, there uh, from 30 to 33, he went around teaching, preaching, doing signs and and, and doing wonders and, and telling the things of God. But we, we know that after he died and he and he resurrected and went back to the uh, Father, amen, what did he tell us to do? He said, go into all of the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He didn't say go into all the world and be a dead zone. Amen. He didn't say go on, on your workplace and be a dead zone. Amen. Don't go to your a family and be a dead zone. Amen. Don't enter into the house of God when that sinner man, sinner woman enters in that house and, and they're desperate and they're and they're starving to death for something. Don't be a dead zone. Amen. Praise the Lord. But be something that when they see you, I remember a woman a woman one time is <clears throat> before I ever preach, I've just I guess uh, um, of course I was a teenager at the time Amen. And uh, we had, uh, there was this apartment complex. It's still there. Uh, but, uh, and a lot of those people were, uh, no doubt, fixed income, um, elderly people. And some had sicknesses and things like that. Um, but the Lord <clears throat> gave me a work to do there for a while to go in and have service. And uh, I would, um, I can't remember now, it may have been every two weeks. I think it was every two weeks. I'd try to get a preacher, and, and we'd go down, and, and we'd have service, have singers, and, and we would have excellent services. I mean, they, they would be wonderful. We'd gather in, we'd sing, and uh, the preacher would preach. We'd pray and have altar call. It would be awesome. We'd have probably 20, 30 uh, people would come out. And uh, there was this one lady and uh, she was, she was, you know, elder lady, and and she was precious. She was, uh, she was so nice. I mean, you couldn't find a nicer lady. And I, I thought uh, we was there, and she claimed to be saved. Amen. She claimed that you know she was saved, and um, you know, and they was they was things I didn't, you know, me and her, you know, if we had sat down and talked about, we wouldn't agreed upon. Uh, but she was a nice lady. She claimed she was saved, and. And uh, she was faithful. I mean, she was faithful. I loved talking to her, loved being in service with her. And uh, so, you know, we just <clears throat> went with it. Uh, she claimed she was saved, and, and you know, she she didn't act bad at all. Amen. Amen. She was very gentle. Amen. And I thought we was in one service, and I'll never forget it. Uh, we was having service, and the Spirit of the Lord was moving so good. I mean, it was one of those it it was basically if we was like in a you know regular church setting you would say well, hey we're almost we probably should go on let's start revival and it was one of those types of services and I'll never forget it the this lady and uh, she she came up and all of a sudden tears were just streaming down her face 
and she was uh, crying, and 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 I I didn't know what was wrong with her. You know, she claimed to be saved. She, uh, you know, she was a nice lady, and I didn't know what was going on. And we had the altar made out, and and she hit the altar. This woman was hitting the altar, and uh, you know, once we got up, and you know, we prayed with her, and and all that, and of course we, I I would do just like you know what I was used to with church. We'd have testimony time, and that lady began to testify and these was the words she said she said i thought i thought that i was saved she said i always thought that i was saved already but she said now she said now i know now i know that i'm saved amen just let that moment and i know it's different for me than and then it would you you know, be for you, because I witnessed it, but let that moment just strike in in your life, all of your family members, all of your co-workers, all of your friends, all of your acquaintances, anyone that comes in, in front of you, are you a dead zone to them or not, now, you know what, we could have looked at that woman, and we could have said, listen, lady, you're saved, you know, we're, we're not going to pay any attention to you. Or we could even said, hey, we got disagreements. I'm not going to fool with you. You know, you're you're just a lost cause. You're an outcast. You know, there there's no use of even trying. But you know what? Instead of being a dead zone to that lady, amen, you know what we was? We was a, a live zone to her. Amen. We decided that, hey, we're going to be a city set upon the hill. And, lady, if you need help, Amen. We're going to try to help you get help. And I know today, you know, there's a lot of New Year's resolutions. There's a lot of um, goals being set. And there's a lot of a lot of things that no doubt, you know, people's wanting to accomplish for the year. And it's good to have a vision. Without a vision, the people perish. It's, that's scriptural. But the deal is today, let us, let us not forget out of all of the goals, out of all of... Um, the things that we set for the year and, and what we want to accomplish and what we want to do and this, that, and the other, let us remember, let's not be a dead zone. Amen. If we want revival, I've said it so many times to our, our, our congregation, amen, if, if we want revival, you know, we, we see a lot of things going on in our country. We see a lot of things going on in our nation, in our land, in our world, and we know it's not right. We know that it's ungodly. We know that that the the spirit of the Lord is not pleased with it whatsoever. And and we know that our people needs help. We know that our people needs a move of God. But here's the deal: as I've, uh, I've as I've told our congregation, it, it it's not going to change at the White House. It's it's not going to change from the office of the president. Congress is is not going to be able to change it. The Supreme Court is not going to be able to rule on it and change it. Now, is there things that they could do different and help things? Sure, absolutely. There's a place for all of that. But if we want to see genuine, genuine change, it's got to start not with the drug addict, not with those that walk the road, not with those that's homeless, not with those that's uh, drunkard or whoremonger or adulteress or you, you name it. it. It's not going to start with them. It has to start with the church. It's us 
we've got to be the one that changes. The Bible said, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves down and pray, he said, Then will I hear from heaven. And he said, I will forgive their sin. And he said, I will heal their land. But you notice that scripture. He meant, If my people will turn from their wicked ways. Amen. If they will turn from their wicked ways and they pray. Amen. That's when we hear from heaven. That's when he begins to heal the land. In other words, when we decide as the church that we're going to quit being a dead zone. Amen. When we decide as the people of God, amen, that we're going to be the lively stones in the building. Amen. Do you remember in Acts chapter number 2, now when Jesus had... Uh, he had risen from the grave, and, and he had been there with uh, with the disciples and all of them for those certain amount of days. Amen. After he ascended back, before he ascended back to his father, he told them, he said, now, he said, you're going to receive power. He said, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you're going to receive power. And he said, you're going to be witnesses, uh, in, uh, witnesses of me in Judea, Samaria, and, and all the uttermost parts of the earth. And he, t he told them, he said, uh, you go to uh, Jerusalem there, or you go there and you dwell, amen, and, and you tarry there, amen. And he said, you go to that upper room, and he said, you tarry there until you're endured with power, amen, that comes from on high. And, and we can read there in Acts chapter number 2 that when the day of Pentecost had fully come, amen, when it had fully come, now they were there in that upper room, about a 120 gathered together, in that upper room, they was in one mind, amen, they was in one accord, and they was tarrying there. They was, they was waiting on the promise of the Holy Ghost. And then we can read that when the day of Pentecost had fully come, there was a sound came out of heaven as of a rushing and mighty wind, and it filled all of the house, amen, where they were sitting. And they, and they all began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. And we can read that all of those languages that was there, all of those people that was there, it was uh, no doubt many, many, many folks were there at that time. And once they began to witness the power of God, amen, amen, they, there was a change that happened. Revival broke out. Yes, sure, some people began to mock. Sure, some people began to uh, go against it. Or, or, or these men... Uh, drunk, amen, uh, are they drunken, amen, but it was a Holy Ghost boldness, got on Peter and said, no, these, these men are not drunk as you suppose, amen, he said, but this is that, which was spoken of by the prophet Joel, that in the last days, amen, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy, amen, your young men are going to see visions, your old men is going to dream dreams, amen, he said, this is that, and revival broke out. Thousands were saved, amen. And as I get ready to close with this part of the episode today, I'd like to encourage, I'd love to encourage the body of Christ today, amen, wherever you're at. If you're, if you're in my congregation at Solid Rock, if you're, if you're wherever you are, around the whole world, amen, let us not be a dead zone, amen. In 2024, let us be a lively stone. Amen. Let us be that city that is set upon a hill. 
Amen. They cannot be hid. Amen. Amen. When our co-workers see us coming, amen. Amen. Thank God. Let us live in a way that they say, hey, they've got something I don't. Amen. When when a sinner enters into our church, amen, let them come in expecting, hey, there's something going to happen because they have something that I don't. Amen. When our family, when our friends, when our when the very one that works at the restaurant that we like to eat, amen, when they see us coming, amen, let us live in a way that they say, hey, I want what they've got. Amen. Thank God. Don't be a dead zone. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Amen. And uh, we've got a special guest getting ready to uh, jump on here. And uh, he wanted to share his part of the story as well. Amen. And uh, you know him very well. Amen. And we want to get him on here. Okay. So I brought in a little guest speaker right here uh, to end this um, episode. And he has first hand experience of of the whole dead zone story and about the um about the hitting the coyote and uh, he's a fan favorite everybody uh, just just loved him and some people wanted to uh, replace me with him as the host so we've got samuel fault so sam thanks for for coming and he wanted to uh, uh he wanted to talk about the coyote incident so all right, so a couple weeks ago, Sam, uh, you you got in a sort of a car accident, right? And so tell us what happened. We were driving. Then Nana saw the coyote. Okay, so you was you was driving uh, with your Nana. Who all was there? Nana and me and Ken. That's all. So you was you was uh, driving on the road and and it was dark and and you entered into the dead zone, right? Yeah. And then then what happened? Then we hit it. The, then um the coyote um, went flying back. Right. So you hit the coyote with your uh, with the vehicle. Yeah. Wow. And then once you hit the coyote, the coyote went flying. Yeah. Then what happened? Then we called Uncle Mark to come and help. Then he did. Wow. So, uh, so what happened uh, when you hit the coyote? So it, it, of course, it killed it, right? Yeah. The legs were right on its head. Oh my gosh! So it, so it, it demolished the coyote. And uh, I'm sure. I mean, you wasn't too sad about that. <laughs> the two bumpers was hanging. So the so when you hit the coyote, the bumpers were hanging. Yeah, because the coyote coyote was so strong. Wow, how big was the coyote? Was it the baby? No, huge. It was a huge coyote. Um, when we hit it, it boom. Gosh, what about uh, did you see its teeth or anything? How big was the teeth? It was like this sharp. Wow. Gosh, so that was a that was a bad uh, bad incident, and it was in the dead zone, right? Yeah. Even the bumper. And the bumper. And uh, we we talked about the dead zone a little bit, didn't we? We uh, uh, that's no where no cell phone service and internet is, right? Yeah. Yeah, that way we. Yeah, say so. Uncle Mark had to cut one of on a bumper and tie the other one. Really? Yeah. I'm glad Uncle Mark showed up, ain't you? Yeah, because we called him. True. So you you called. We had a little bit of service. Yeah, so it wasn't a completely dead zone. You had a little bit of service, right? 
No, he was going out. The oh, owner. oh. From the other place where it's no, no dead zone. True. True. It, it, it always uh, helps to be careful, doesn't it? But sometimes you can't help it. The coyotes are running right in front of you. Yeah. And the deers. Yeah. And somebody else hit one, too. True. They must have been a lot out right then. I'm full the temple wing thing. Yeah, yeah, before you went there? Um, Uncle Mark saw him hit it. Gosh. While we was going. Yeah? To the party palace. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad that everybody was okay. Because that's scary, isn't it? Yeah. There was a walk one, too. Remember? A what? Like Fallen Rocks one. Oh, yeah, the Fallen Rocks, yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful through there. But if it was dogs with the Fallen Rocks, it might hit your car. True, you got to be careful at all times and keep your lights on if it's dark. That way you can see I think, I don't, I think Nana didn't have was all good because she just... <laughs> really? Going so fast and hit it. Wow. Thank you so much, Samuel, for telling your side of the story. I'm glad you popped on here and uh, and let us know more what happened that day.